We now begin Paragimel. And in Paragimel, the author is going to continue his thesis about that nature actually can change for the Balbatachon. And he's going to bring different Madrashim and he's going to bring different Psukim. Here he's going to focus on the story of Yaakov and Lavan. We know that Lavan came in and changed Yaakov's wages many, many times, which he's going to discuss in detail. And still Yaakov ended up winning. Now, the Pasuk he brings is right when Yaakov comes and says to his family, you know, it's time that we're going to be leaving, and I just had enough of, of loving at this point. That the Medrash tells us in Barashas Rabbah that from the Pasuk and the Malach of uh, Shem said in a, to, to me in a dream, Yaakov, loy uladores. By making this declaration of Yaakov that the angel was saying it's to him, meaning to Yaakov himself and for generations. That there's no door that doesn't have a Yaakov. Explains the Alt of Navarduk what is this talking about? This is talking about the betochon of Yaakov and the level and the madrega betochon of Yaakov. The afal pisha madregas Yaakov betochon gavura. That even though the level of Betochon in Yaakov was so great. To the point where the nature was subservient to him. And according to whatever was for the good of Yaakov. And with all of the trickery and with all of the games that he tried to play, it wouldn't hurt Yaakov at all. It couldn't cause him a loss. It was impossible. That all of the efforts, they were completely wasted. They accomplished nothing. That even though the nature, the natural course of events would seem to have really helped Lavan, it didn't. And we'll explain why. Whatever he thought was going to be the way that the natural occurrence of the colors of the sheep would be, it didn't matter because in any way, even if it was, that it was statistically, according to the way that nature works, more likely to help Lavan, Hashem made it to help Yaakov. Therefore, he got nothing extra for all of his trickery. Despite the, na- the fact that nature should have been on his side. And he's going to explain exactly how he tried to trick Yaakov now. The Torah tells us explicitly that Lovin tried to switch Yaakov's payment terms not less than a hundred times. That part of Lovin's trickery was that even after they agreed on the ring sheet, and that would be what Yaakov would get to keep. That Lovin would change the terms of payment from the speckled sheep that had already, to, to speckled sheep that had already conceived. Ma'achr shalavin chashav, shahari bevadai 
He figured that since they would have already conceived the ring sheep, because that's what was going to be good for Yaakov, but since they're already in the womb, they can't change. That he would wait until the sheep's conceived, and that Hashem already made it that they should be the ones for Yaakov. They should be the ringed ones. And then he's going to change it to the speckled ones. And then, of course, it's going to come out the, the, the ringed ones for Lovin. Shavat Shekevenshnis Arbdu Akudim Shuvloyas Khalif Linikudim. So Lovin thought surely that once they conceived the, the the ringed ones and everything was already uh, created, so to speak, it couldn't possibly change in the womb. Shiashana Akshav Linikudim Betahu Yaveach Viloyakov. And now that he changed the terms of the payment, it's not possible that he would end up losing because it's got to be speckled ones and he would surely have the upper hand and not Yaakov. But even with all of his trickery and all of his scheming and everything else, the Eberster was actually changed to Teva for the good of Yaakov. Even after they would change the agreement, he would make it so the agreement would still help Yaakov and he would change inside the womb. He would change it after from the ringed to the speckled ones. That even now, the natural order would miraculously reverse according to Yaakov's current agreement. If he would tell you that it was going to be the speck of ones that you're going to get. And even after conception, still the colorations would change in order to be of Yaakov's benefit. So from here we see really an amazing point that the altar is trying to tell us. And that is, even when it looks like Apiderech Ateva, it cannot be good for us. Even when it looks like Apiderech Ateva, it will not come out our way. If we have Betochen and Hashem, and we have the Betochen of Yaakov Avinu, everything could change, even totally against Teva. Hashem is willing to change the Teva for someone who is a big Baal Betochen. Now, the question is, why is Hashem willing to change the Teva? That's something that we'll have to get into more. The basic answer is that once you're on such a high level of Betachon, you don't see the difference between Teva and miracles. Everything's a miracle and everything's Teva. It's all the same. As soon as it's all the same, then changing the Teva in order to be able to work in your favor, it no longer is really a, a, a nace. It's not a Pella. So therefore, it's, it, it's not going to change anything because you already know that Hashem makes everything. Every single individual action that happens is all Pella. It's all, uh, you know, Hashem's causing. So even when it's Teva, whether it's Pella, it's not going to change how you approach the situation. We're going to end here. Have a wonderful day.